You be having your like titties out in your meetings? Huh? You be having your titties out in your meetings? Girl, I don't be having clothes on. I'm talking you about this literally- picture. All right, y'all. It's another motherfucking Monday. So you know what that means. Sorry if I offend you. It's back on the block. Uh, today I have with me the one, the only, the bad bitch Bible series creator, Posh, a.k.a. that bitch. Say what's up, Posh. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. It's long overdue. Duh. I know. I've been literally <laughs> waiting to have an episode with you. I just wanted to make sure I had the right subject. And I did want to get you on camera. But you know what? We got this beautiful Abby right there with your titties out. That's all. We, we like the titties over here. Sex sells. Let's go. Sex sells. <laughs> hey, I ain't got no titties. So every time I got somebody with some titties, I'm like, okay, period. Girl, sis, let them bye. bitches out. No, I like I like my little titties. I wear my I wear my tops on I'm wearing, you know. I make it work, you know, itty bitty titty committee, but I love them big titty hoes too. <laughs> How you been though since I've seen you, since we did our episode on you? Um her podcast is possessions, but we did an episode a little while back. How you been since then? I've been doing good, hanging in there, um, adjusting to life post-pandemic. Um so yeah, just cooling, doing what I do, working and shit. Are you still uh, visuals as well as audio? So that became challenging. Um, mm-hmm. as I saw with, you know, the episode that we recorded because a lot of people were still, um, you know, scared to go into the studio and, you know, be around other people. My, um, my cameraman is a family man. He has small babies. So I could understand his fear of not wanting to, you know, be, be in exposed. the same room yeah be exposed right. for sure and yeah like if you know if he doesn't have to be so I upgraded my phone back in January because I had the bright idea that I was going to be able to record off my phone because everybody else does it so why not right. and it's really ghetto so <laughs> for right now we're not video we're just doing audio okay so you know I started out with just audio and right now I'm in my own little trying to figure out what I'm gonna do with video if people were far away how we're gonna figure it out so for me I figured do- going this route was gonna be the best way so people can actually see my cute ass face y'all see me I did my hair for y'all and shit so for whoever is listening just audio y'all need to hit that youtube.com and see this bitch Cause I curl my hair for y'all a little bit, little beach waves or whatever. But um, I do agree with that. It, it, it does get complicated when you throw in video. And also in this time, people don't, you don't know who really wants to work together. And also if you have kids at home, that shit is not easy to work with just anybody. And for me also, it's, it's having people to be timely and to be available because shit pops Girl. up. So I, I, I depend a lot on myself for this shit and it's working out so far, but yeah, I, I definitely feel you with um, switching over. I'm going to actually give you guys a little sprinkler. I'm going to try to do um, pretty much every video or every um, episode that I release. I want to start doing video and audio, but some episodes I'm going to do specials where they're just going to be avail- available via audio. So those of you who are now watching the YouTube channel, please go over to um, all of the podcast streaming sites. I'm on there and you'll be able to hear all the episodes audio for a fact. And then the select few um, for video, at least for right now. But girl, 
not on YouTube. Put it up on Patreon. Make them make them pay to see your face. Fuck. That. Uh, oh yeah, you know this. This is a million dollar face, baby. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Make that shit go. Um, I do need <laughs> to start a Patreon. So I was thinking about different ways that I would switch up with the podcast and and figure out how to make people involved. And when if I do the Patreon, you guys, or I should say when. I'm going to definitely put up um, more exclusive content as well, more so like snippets, things that you guys haven't seen from me, bloopers, shit like that, that I wouldn't put in a regular episode, but you guys can laugh at me and have some fun with it. (laughs) (laughs) But um, to jump, to kickstart into the episode, I did talk to you, Posh, a little bit. There was a video that surfaced of the baby, not little baby, not a baby, the baby, Um, basically the baby. Basically, he was in his tour bus. I don't know exactly where he was. And some kids knocked on the door, right? He opens the door. They're trying to sell him candy. One got Skittles, like a box of, you know, the Costco box, some big ass boxes, a box of Skittles. And the other one has a box of Gushers. So he's like, okay, you know, let me buy one from you. Support, whatever, you know, shit rich people do. Um, And the kid goes, okay, it's $2 a piece for every piece of candy. So he's like, I bet. What about for the whole box? So, you know, motherfucker, you're supposed to give him the bulk deal. Well, the kid right. goes, it's $200. Okay, let me do the motherfucking math for you. No way in hell did that box of candy cost more than maybe $50, I want to say, because those boxes, they sell in, like, only places like BJ's, Costco's, um, I don't know, wholesale yeah. spots. Yeah. So there's no way the kids, like, whether they stole it or they bought it, it was no more than $50, $60 for the big box. But they're telling him $200. Okay. So he goes to say $200. Like, bitch, you got me fucked up. Like, he didn't say that exactly. But we seen it in his face. It literally shows it in the video that he's basically like, what? And everybody on the bus is like, huh? Like, $200 for that? I bet. So he goes, okay, so how many pieces are in the box? The kid's like, oh, 35. Bitch, you telling me two times 35 equals 200 Right. How that even sound? I would have lied to this motherfucker. He wasn't going to look at the box. If you were going to do that, you might as well have lied. Said there's 100 pieces and boom, $2 a piece. That makes sense, right? Or let me, and the other kid with the Skittles, they could have just combined them and then I said did. 200, right? Right. Instead, he asked, he goes, okay, that's too high. You know, they make their little back and forth about how high the price is. He goes to the kid with the Skittles and goes, yo, how much for one? And then how much for the box? The kid goes 200. So now he's like, all right, you guys are clearly up to something. Like, there's no way both, like, you can't charge me 200 for both. Y'all on some shit. So he goes, nah, let me get a piece of each. And then boom, he buys a piece from them, closes the door on them. They go inside the, uh, when he goes inside the bus, him and everybody that's on the bus is like, it's $200. Yeah, right. They smoking crack, basically. Um, right. He's like, I ain't buying shit for $200. And basically, the lesson there was the kids were greedy, essentially. So to me, I think he taught them a valuable life lesson that they're always going to, at least for the, for the week, that they're going to think about, like, damn, I met the baby and he turned me down and I had a bad right. experience with him. For me, I think greed ruins all aspects of not only like business but just relationships period let's say the kids would have been like look it's um two dollars a piece there's 35 in there i'm not gonna charge you 65 give me 55 for the whole thing boom 
do you know this man would have blessed him? And he even says it in the video, like, damn, I would have gave them, I would have blessed them if they weren't trying to like get over on me. I would have probably gave them a thousand dollars each box. He rich as fuck. You know, rich people do shit like that. Give money away for no reason. So I feel like the kids being greedy, they missed their blessing from that. And then also it made him look at them like, if he sees them again, what he knows them for is the little kids that wanted to finesse me out the candy rather than them trying to be good kids and say, oh, look, is this much, whatever, just pay me for the box. I mean, they got to make their little profit on it. So let's say not 55, but 65, $70 or whatever for the thing, right? They should have went that route, in my opinion, because them being, them over asking for all that money, just expecting, cause okay, he got money in his pocket, he's gonna give it to me. Or they expect him to feel like they he owes the, the community something back is the problem. I think right. that a lot of times we look at rich people like, and exactly how I express it, rich people do shit like that. But we think that rich people, well, not we, but some people think that rich people's money is to give out. But it's because a lot of times that's how people in that, I guess, genre of career, whatever you want to put, career path, act. Like Kodak throwing fucking 100000 or whatever. They said it wasn't actually $100,000, but bitch, it looked like more that's in my wallet. So it was a lot of money that he was just throwing in the river for no reason. So I think the kid's mindset was, okay, well, right. he's rich, he got it. They throw money out every day. So boom, let me just get over on him. Now, what do you take from that video? I hate the internet. I really do. Because if that that video clip went viral for all the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it always kills me to hear people give an opinion on something like the, the at least the opinions I was seeing online about children and bringing up children and things like that. And it's like, you don't, you don't have kids. Kids are fucking assholes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't surprise me that these niggas try to finesse somebody out of money. Mm-hmm. Now, I do feel like it's just, it's the sense of entitlement. Like, okay, you out there, you, yeah, he got it. He still doesn't have to just give money out every time you see him because he's famous and because people feel like he got it. Like, I don't understand how that turned into him getting bashed for, you know, like for, for that situation. Like people were really upset. Oh, he shouldn't have done that. They're just kids. Okay. Well, who's going to teach him that you don't do shit like that? Like you said, it's those type of experiences that maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, not even a week from now, but maybe later on down the line as an adult, they'll think back to that moment and say, damn, remember that time I was trying to sell candy and I ran into the baby and I really told that nigga $200. (laughs) Right. They're going to have that moment, but it really pisses me off that people feel like, oh no, he shouldn't have done that. They're kids. Fuck them kids. Like what? What are y'all talking about? I think people's opinion come from the same expectation. Like, oh, he got $200. What's $200 him? Bitch, $200 is $200. That damn candy box ain't worth that. And if those kids would have genuinely, I think, okay, the, the lesson that he was teaching them just long down the line would be greed gets you nowhere. Trying to be greedy leaves you with shit. You will get nothing in life if you're overly greedy, right? The other kid could have could have literally reversed the lesson and if he would have charged him less. 
probably a hundred dollars for the box. I'm sure he would have went for that. I don't know, like 75 to hundred. Sit there and you hear the man tell your friend no, and then you're gonna turn around and, use and the say same, the same shit. Like two is not the charm. Like, what is wrong with you guys? But it is it it is that lesson. It's it's that greed. Like a lot of people, and you run into this in different aspects of life, like even with me doing um property management. I'll use that as an example. Um, I have a unit that I needed to get remodeled. I hit up a bunch of contractors and I told them, this is what I need you to do. Well, the way that it was going, it was like people were not willing to give in a little bit on the short term to win on the long term. I'm a property manager. If I give you this unit, you do a good job. Trust me when I tell you there's more when that came from, but you're so you're so fixated on making a fast buck that you burn that bridge. And that's essentially what I got out of it is stop mm -hmm. trying to finesse all the goddamn time because nobody wants to deal with a finesse. And finessing honestly gets you nowhere in the long run. I think people have finessed and it gets them little things like scammers, for example. Right. Let's bring it there. Hella fucking scammers, especially right now um, in the pandemic. I actually almost got yeah. scammed the other day. I'm very much like easily scammed and I don't know why this is a trait for me. And it's because I'm trusting and it doesn't it's make sense. Like person, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> I think that nobody's gonna do that shit to me because I wouldn't do it to them, especially in a right. time like this. Like why the fuck would you do that? But essentially scammers, okay. People do a lot of those fake scamming websites online. Like, oh, that I have a grant for you or, oh, you won this money, shit, you want an iPhone, whatever the fuck it is to where they can get your card number, they can get your information, right? We're in the right. middle of fucking a, well, not in the middle, we're in the side. <laughs> we're in the <laughs> somewhat to an end of what a mass pandemic was in the States and worldwide, essentially. Why the right. fuck are you scamming and stealing money from people rather than going and getting a goddamn job? Like you want to scam people and finesse. Okay, boom, you're going to get a couple thousand dollars here and there. You up, whatever. All that money is going to get reported stolen, you fucking duck. And then the uh, authorities, I'm like, I don't know exactly who coming after you, but if they don't come after you this year, next year, whatever, eventually they're going to come for you. People don't get away with shit like that. And I'm a big person on, you can get away. If you don't get in trouble with like the law and whatever it is for scamming people, you're gonna get that energy karma. Like bad shit right. is gonna happen to you because you did bad shit to people. People are struggling right now and people need their money or they're so easily like persuaded. I'm like me for myself. When somebody's like, damn, you wanna flip 200 and make 3000? I'm like, yeah. But um, right. There's a lot of people well, we, like that. And you're like, oh shit, you know, this is an amazing opportunity. I got it to do that. Boom, risk it. Low risk, high reward. But it doesn't end up being like that. It ends up being risk, risk, risk. And people don't know until it's already too late, but you're fucking people out of situations you don't even know that they're in. Like in the middle of the pandemic, I had lost my job. I didn't really lose it, but I was on an unpaid, like, there was, there was a couple months that I they, my company couldn't pay me. The PPP loan had ran out and they didn't know when we were going to open back up. Thankfully, by God's right. grace, we opened back up sooner rather than later. But I did go a time period where I was in my savings only. Well, I had got behind on my car payments and this guy reached, this Sky, fly tatted Sky actually, fucking bitch, from Black Ink Crew. And I wrote her and I was like, you're a nasty ass 
fucking person for even supporting like people scamming people. You know that unless they paid you to post this shit and you're probably getting emails from hella people that this motherfucker is scamming people. There's no way I'm the first person that this has happened right. to. Well, right. I, um, I was sent like her story that it basically was like, you know, they'll help you pay a bill that, you, that you're behind on right now, but it's just one bill. So I was like, bet I'm behind, cool, whatever. So I talked to the person, they telling me everything I wanna hear. And then they're like, hey, cash at me this amount and I'm gonna pay the bill. So I cashed at them the amount, it was almost $300. And then they paid the bill, sent me the receipt for everything, right? Wow. Why they fucking disputed that shit a couple of days later. Mm -hmm. They disputed, they reversed it or some shit. It ended up being reversed. I ended up owing the bill in full back plus a bounce back. You were out of return dollars. I was out of the wow. 300, plus I had to pay the remainder of the bill. Plus I had to pay the bounce back fee. Thankfully, I was able to do that. I was, but it's like, what if I wasn't able to? And it was my car payment. So if I wasn't able to work that out, I would have no car. My car would be repoed. So for your right. selfish ass, you put me in a situation like that. Like that's fucked up. Yeah, I was gullible. Yeah, I'm a fucking idiot. I get it. I've heard all that. All my friends have got on me. Like, why the fuck would you do that? The shit sounded like a scam. I was like, because I was gullible and I was in a position where I felt like that could help me. So these people that are, you know, being greedy, scamming people out of their money, like their savings and shit like that. People with families that are probably trying to get help and do shit like what the fuck? Like, what the right. fuck? And you won't know until you get that karma, honestly, these lessons. So bringing it back to the boys, I think that their their karma is, what if they really did need to sell that box of candy to do something that they, like, eat, honestly, right. or catch a bus, like, make that money, and, and they're not getting it. Their karma for being greedy and not, and, like, trying to take it as a joke of what, not heeding what he was trying to show them was that maybe they didn't sell any more candy for the day. Maybe right. they were stuck on that damn box or whatever, but you lost out an opportunity and you're on you're on the internet looking crazy. And while he's getting a lot more bad backlash than I thought he was going to, because I thought people were going to see it like I did. Like, okay, he showed these little kids a lesson. Like, that's what you get for being fucking greedy. Now, be normal, be humble, and stop taking advantage of people that you think you can get over on. And then good things will happen to you. But instead, right. motherfuckers like, oh, he got $200. He couldn't just give it to him. You're the same motherfuckers that try to get over on people. Just so y'all know, if that's your opinion, when you see this video, you're the same ass people that try to get over on anybody. And you're probably the same people that make sports bets and don't make good on those bets. Right. Yeah, like the whole argument of, oh, he had it to give. It's like, yeah, but it's his money. Like, where mm -hmm. do you people telling someone how to spend their money like it was his money and guess what that nigga had to fucking work and put in years of grinding and you know what i'm saying into his craft to even get be who they and i'm sure so 200 dollars when he wasn't before he was where he's at he seen 200 dollars like a regular person i could use 200 dollars right of course that's how i was like eh fuck them kids yeah, no, nah, it's definitely fuck them kids. They was they look like badass kids. Those look like <laughs> the kids that stay out all fucking night. Like I, I was like, mm. they, yeah. That's why I said I like, think I'm that they might have stole the candy box. People, what'd you say? I'm like, where's your mama at? Does she know you out here finessing people like this, going nah, viral facts. for all the wrong reasons? I wonder if if their parents seen it because you know 
we're in a day and age where it's a lot of young moms and everybody's on the internet. I wonder if their parents seen that. And if they did, what did they tell them? Like, damn, why would you do that? Or why wouldn't he pay you? But I mean, I feel like if their parents were on social media, like if they, if they did see it, I feel like by now we would have gotten a response. I would love to hear what she has to say because I would be mortified. If your child like, did that? Yeah, like that's not who I'm raising my kid to be. Like, what are you out here? Don't embarrass me. That is embarrassing because it's like, okay, when once he told you there's 35 pieces and $2 a piece for 35 pieces of candy don't equal anywhere near 200, he should have went down on the price. Instead, he kept saying, nah, it's 200, nah, it's 200. That's like how I want to, I'm trying to compare it to something, but I can't give the exact, like mall, when you go to the mall and there's the kiosk and people sell stuff, but you're trying to go back and forth and haggle and try to be like, Hey, let me get it for less. And they're like, nah, 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 it's this price. They got to say this price, but they're not going to make the sale. When you stick at a price and somebody's like, okay, I can't pay that. What about this? What about that? They're going, anybody who's going to ask you three times to change the price, they're giving you the opportunity to lower it because they're not going to buy it at that price. You go to another right. salesperson and they're like, you know what? They charging you 160, I'll do it for 130. I might've wanted to pay a hundred, but because they knocked off the $30 off back, I'm probably not going to sit there and be like, no, 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 do it for a hundred. I'll probably be like, you know what? 130, all right, I could do it. Right. Just because Happy. you're working with me. Right, Exactly. So yeah, I don't see anything wrong with what he did. I I mean, people just want to have something to talk about. Like I don't I don't think he did anything wrong. I don't Them think he did anything wrong either. No child left behind ass kid. Mm. <laughs> he said no child left behind charity ass kids. But they <laughs> they literally like they honestly really blocked their blessing. And I think the reason also why people didn't kind of get the less like what he was trying to teach them off of that video was because the way he closed the door sat back down he basically was like they got me fucked up so mm-hmm. people look at that like oh he's being arrogant no he's not they did have him fucked up like what right. $200 for that box hell no nah. that ain't what that's worth and I'm gonna you're gonna make your profit off of it okay cool but you're not gonna fuck me either like I would have gave you he literally said he would have gave them a thousand dollars that's 800 more if they would have right. given him a lower price. Like and- That's what he was looking. He was looking to see where their mentality was and to see if they were going to be reasonable. And they mm-hmm. weren't reasonable. You got to stay humble. You can't jump outside of your range, I'd say. Like, don't, I don't know. All around, greed gets you nowhere in life. Greed gets you nowhere but the hot spot. Okay, and I'm not talking about anywhere in the world. I'm talking about under there. That bitch gets you the <laughs> H-E double hockey sticks. If you're greedy, you lose. So you see like stock, um, not stock owners, but like big ass fucking CEOs and shit when they start stealing from their company and all that shit. Like you don't shit where you eat. You don't. Right. So when you start stealing from people doing stuff like that, those are the same people who get audited and lose all their money. They could be millionaires one day and they end up being fucking broke or they'll be millionaires and they're doing it off of, um, I don't know, like fucking a company like a car, uh, like car loan companies. Those are fucking big ass scammers, right? So let's say the CEO from that company, they go over like fucking people over in their car payments, whatever. And they heed like all of those um, 
I guess, late payments, all the fees, all shit like that. Basically fucking people are not giving people a chance. Like the CEO of my fucking um, car payment company can eat my asshole. And I hope this happens to them. But <laughs> just saying like a, a CEO of a company like that, that basically makes their money off of people's downfalls or, or people's late payments and stuff. They hire a financial advisor that ends up stealing thousands and thousands of dollars from them. And then they right. end up in this lawsuit, shit like that. I'm trying to give you shit's Creek, but basically <laughs> that type of shit. And then they end up having absolutely nothing and they're getting fucked over by somebody within their own company. It's like, that's what you get because you're a dickhead because you don't care about other people. The greedier you are, no matter if greed gets you to the top or whatever, once you get up there, you're going to be lonely. Once you get up there, you're not going to have anybody to lean on or any anybody who really trusts you or wants to be around you or, or work with you because you're a bastard. So right. same thing for these kids. Like nobody's going to want to, well, you know, in my opinion, if you watched that video and understood the assignment, nobody's going to really want to like, who the fuck want, is going to buy shit from those little kids? Cause they're being hella greedy. Like I'm not paying more than a hundred dollars for that box. Even if I got right. 7,000 in my pocket to give away to charity, I'm not paying more than a hundred dollars. For that fucking box of candy for some skittles and some gushers i would go to walmart right now and get 18 packs of that shit for 75 dollars, <laughs> bitch i'm not right. what i'm not exactly. doing all that shit like it's weird and then the at least if the kids would have been smart too they don't know basic math how are you charging two dollars each piece of candy there's 35 pieces or like little packets of candy in the box and you're trying to say 200 that's what 70 that's 35 no, times it's because they didn't even know how to do they didn't even know how to fucking do math i would have been like it's four or five dollars a piece of candy so let's multiply 30 times five or that i don't know that shit's closer to 200 though and that would have made sense he's gonna be like I yeah. bet. the hell even wants to buy 35 gushers and skittles like I love Gushers. I actually would buy a whole box. That shit, low-key, I'm not going to lie, that shit low-key made me want to go to Costco. And I got a Costco literally right attached to my apartment complex. I almost went to Costco and got some Gushers. That's my shit. I was, I was really disappointed. I said, damn. I can't eat that shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, that shit gets stuck in my teeth, but I don't got braces anymore, so it is what it is. But I don't think those kids so are going to be. Enjoy your gushers then. I will. I'm going to get a whole bunch of fucking gushers. <laughs> but um, I think this is just going to teach them, like, don't do that shit no more. Next time you get yeah. the opportunity to meet somebody or even in a position to meet somebody, how many times do artists actually open their door for people? Mm. How many times do they sit there and talk to kids? Right. Like, and you if don't they see that. He could have easily also just bought one and given them $10. Oh, and I see what you mean. Kept it pushing. Mm -hmm. He offered to buy, like to take it all off their hands and just cash them out. Like he didn't have to do that at all. He could have been a dickhead. He wasn't being a dickhead. He wasn't being a dickhead, so they became a dickhead. And it was like, all right, you want to be funny? Boom, now who's laughing? Who's going to have the last laugh? Me or you with your $2 profit? <laughs> it's going to be me because $2 ain't shit. Well, you know, honestly, $2 is two fucking dollars. So he's just like, I bet I'm going to get one piece of candy. Cool, whatever. He didn't even, you know, if he wanted the candy, he would have went to the store and got the candy. He was trying to show love. And now you see, if you're trying to show love and people are trying to fuck you over, stand on the stand 
on how you feel, don't let them fuck you over. Cause the moment you let them fuck you over, they're going to keep fucking people over. And that's why he chose to be like, nah, fuck that. Give me one piece. All right, cool. Mm -hmm. Boom. Have a good day. Cause if he would have said fuck it and bought the box, that would have taught them nothing. Cause what they would have said was, ah, whatever. At least he still bought the box. So we two, we got $200. Ah, laughed about it and left. Right. But if he would, but since he didn't do that, now they like, damn, we should have gave his ass a lower price. Damn, yeah. we should have did something different. But whatever. They could, yep, they could have came up that day. Lesson learned. Lesson learned. No come up with greed. Um, to transition into upsetting things for me. I want to mm. get a little bit into, I want to stay on the music track, but actually get into music. So I'm not sure, but are you a Pop Smoke fan? I am. Okay, so, you know, um, rest his soul. But this has been the second album drop now um, that of postpart postpartum. Oh my god, postmortem, <laughs> postmortem. It's not he not pregnant, but the second postmortem album that's dropped. And I'll let you take the floor with what is your honest opinion of this? Um, I haven't really gone through the album. But it's interesting because my son actually, and it's funny because he had no idea that we were going to be speaking about this today, but he texted me yesterday and he says, I just started listening to the new Pop Smoke album. I haven't, no, he said, I'm not even three songs in and it doesn't sound right. Manslaughter sounds like ass. What the fuck did the industry do to this album? I just finished listening to it. It's not good. They did this dude like X, talking about um, X, 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 Sancion. Mm-hmm. Um, that was that was my son's opinion on it. I haven't gone through gotten through the album yet. Um, it just really, I think it really just depends on the artist. Um, I feel like, like for example, right? Like if you're talking about an artist um, that has like, let's say, years in the game like let's say a a decade or two you know what I'm saying and they pass away and you have all this accumulated you know music that you know they didn't get a chance to release for whatever the reason and you want to then compile it and um and do an album you know like for like I I feel like that is more appropriate when it comes to pop it just feels weird because it was like his first album and maybe it was just me but all the beats sound the same. It all sounds the motherfucking same. So to force a second album, the way I look at it is, is this is not something you're doing for the fans um, or for you know the love of music and trying to keep you know his name alive and whatever the case is. It feels mm-hmm. like to me like this is more like you know the the kid had a run. I mean he was only twenty years old. You know he started to to have a run. He was murdered you know, what can we, what can we get out of the situation? And that's why I don't necessarily like, like it. As far as the album, musically, I haven't gotten through it. So I can't say one way or the other, how I feel about the album, but it just feels like the whole rollout is like, you guys are fucking literally sitting in a studio and putting pieces of different things together, trying to compile an album. It it screams money. Honestly, I will agree with you. I'm going to piggyback off of that. It screams greed. 
It screams, y'all asses are being way too greedy because now I think they're fucking with the integrity of his music. I think, and, and for those of you who don't necessarily know what I'm referring to, the integrity of an artist's music is how they want their music to be portrayed and characterized, how they carry themselves. It's their pride, essentially. It's exactly what they want to exert. So starting off with the shit that I thought was weird was the features. This motherfucker had 21 Savage and 42 Doug on a song. That's weird. I don't, yeah. and not because I fuck with 42 and I fuck with 21 on some other shit though. Half of the people that they had on features just didn't make sense at all. Right. Like it didn't make sense in a bad way. They had Dua Loop. Is it Dua Lupa? That's how you say her name? Dua Lupe? I have no idea who she it's is. A, so it's a female, but she's in the pop, like pop industry or whatever. Pop Smoke is not pop. He's drilling right. New York music. Like, I mean, he does have some radio hits, of course, and motherfuckers play him in the club, but he's not, he's a hardcore rapper. Why the right. fuck are you mixing that without him being alive to really, I guess, digest the music, see what needs to be changed and see what he likes. To me, I think they just basically took snippets of what he had, not even something that he actually sat down and laid any tracks. They just picked up little pieces of what they had and maybe they started recording a track and then they left it empty for other features, but they sat right. there and just added anybody like, okay, who would pay to get a track with them? Or who can we Oppor probably, if we monitor opportunists, that's exactly what they are, a fucking opportunist. And they're being opportunists off of a young man's death. Somebody who had their whole life ahead of them, who just got into like huge stardom. So it's kind of like a big, Y'all are some assholes. I know his brother um, put out actually that he was upset. He didn't even know the album was coming out. There wasn't a huge rollout. He didn't get any news. It was just boom, the album was dropping. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't even know a new album was dropping. I knew only from, I have my other podcast that I saw, they were talking about it and then boom, the album dropped. And I was like, oh shit. I thought this was just bullshit. I didn't believe in a second album. To me- where's coming from <laughs> the exactly like it's coming out their asses clearly and that's what we're seeing and it sucks because the real fans are like yo what the fuck is this they had right. um a song uh it's something a million that is some road to a million or got a million it's something million is is in the title but that was an original unreleased track with a whole different artist on it so they took that artist off and put in, let me see, actually, I'm going to Carfax this shit so I don't keep lying to y'all. But <laughs> they basically switched up the whole shit and took the other guy off of the song, then added in um, a new artist. And it just sounded worse than the original drop. Like it made no, about a million. And that is actually the one that they put 21 Savage on and 42 Doug. And it just doesn't really, the song sucks. The song sucks. Mm. The album to me is, I'll give it a three out of 10. I only had like a couple of tracks that I was like, all right, actually it's not that bad, but it's just like, y'all didn't have to do this. Now you got people talking shit about a piece of artwork with his name attached to it. Now you right. got people questioning the integrity of his music overall, the integrity of his label, you know, shit like that. It just, it's fucked up and it's fucked up because Everything is broadcasted on social media. And you know who's on social media? His family, his loved ones. So not only do they see all this news with him, but they see people like, what the fuck is this? Why you dropped this? 
girlfriends, like everybody has to deal with this. Mm -hmm. So it's, what'd you say? All what? I said all 15 of his girlfriends. <laughs> I knew you were talking <laughs> shit. I heard the girlfriends. I was like, what an S? Yeah, no. Nah. When that died, it was like everybody uh. had a picture and a story like, oh my God, no. And I'm like, you too? Wow. Yeah. Sounds like Brooklyn nigga shit to me, but I'm Same. But you know, we gonna mind our business with that. But like, <laughs> it's the same thing. Like this drop, this this album dropped out of nowhere. And everybody's like, what? What's going on? That's how the fuck the girlfriends dropped was. When all the right. girlfriends started dropping their videos, everybody's like, nah, we thought he was a good <laughs> one. <laughs> we I could thought. From fucking Brooklyn and he's part Panamanian. What is he, Panamanian, Jamaican? I don't know. I think he's definitely Life. part Jamaican. I didn't know if he was Panamanian or not, but I believe he may be Panamanian. You don't want, listen, those are the type of niggas I tell my girls have fun with. Those are fun. Those are not the ones you try to make relationships out of unless you want your life ruined. Like that's, that's just, a future. Yeah. That's literally yeah. the future. So it's the same type of concept. But back to the album, um, I think that they should have never did that. Like, why you do now no. you're reaching. Like y'all really reached to stretch something out to put money in your pocket. Like, do you not have another artist you could do that for? Because to me, okay, I want to put it in the comparison of I've seen Biggie. Uh, be mixed with a lot of like EDM songs. They'll take like snippets of his old music and then put it on an EDM song, mix it, whatever, re-release, and then people love it. But it goes together because they'll they'll fit the beat to his sound. The beats right. that were on this album, not all of them, but a lot of them didn't really make sense. It didn't even sound like something pop would make. So you're releasing music with this man's name attached to it that he probably wouldn't even support. So if you really had love for him or just respect, period, for a young man losing his life, his life, his life, you wouldn't I have done that. You would have considered I it a little more. Yeah. I wonder what his um his numbers are looking like. Like I wonder from a from an executive standpoint if they feel like, okay, this was worth it. Cause I can't really see people listening to the album like I really don't know like what the streaming value is going to be on that like who I you would listen to it like maybe once out of respect mm -hmm. like fuck with him as an artist but once you realize like the music is not what it's supposed to be and music is so disposable these days like things drop in such a fast pace that people don't even remember albums like that and this is definitely one that's just gonna go straight into trash like I think in a month no and I'm gonna give it a month only because there's like negative backlash so wherever there's negative there's going to be positive somewhere somebody had to have liked this album not everybody hated it but they'll like a few songs but like you said i think most people majority of everyone it's going to be a one-time listen through and yeah they're going to get they're going to drop everything and just be like all right whatever i think the only thing taking away from the like the album shittiness is the fact that they put push a t on there and Pusha did another fucking sneak diss towards Drake. And I don't want to get into that just yet, but <laughs> I, this man needs to let that shit fucking go. I was going like, to say, just leave Drake alone. Like, like, you did what you did to do, sir, Ja. Like, he doesn't know. He doesn't know when to quit, honestly, but neither does the um, record exec who dropped this fucking album. They don't know when to quit. And I think I hope that they'll learn their lesson. I, I figured they would learn from the whole situation that happened with X. Like, 
his shit was a flop but people mm-hmm. listened to it out of respect and i think that's what they were banking on is that yeah. no matter what people were going to listen out of respect everyone gave it a chance only because of the respect for this man's life so for them to have disrespected and drop something so senseless and that's what it felt like to me it was just a senseless drop they didn't really yeah. sit there and make sure it was perfect they just wanted to rush it drop it and let it be that if they really cared i I would think that they would have waited a little longer to try to get things together or just not dropped it at all or fucking offered people like snippets. Yeah, There's nothing wrong with letting the man rest in peace. You know, like if you don't have the music and, and the music ain't there, then the music is not there. But it just really felt, even the first album to a degree kind of felt pieced together. Mm-hmm. I was just like, there There really is no need for that. You know, like, it's totally okay to just let the nigga die and rest <laughs> in peace. No, honestly, I'm laughing only because you're harsh. But <laughs> it is, that is true, though. Like, sometimes you really just need to let people rest and let their past music speak for them. Let it. He had got a Grammy, I think, after he passed. Like, mm-hmm. there was so much love that he could have gotten outside of releasing the whole album that wouldn't have been finished now the first one i'll give it to them i know he had already been working on it so who knows what they had in works and what he actually agreed on before they dropped that but the second one y'all got it yeah exactly like there's no fucking way he agreed to have that shit some of it i will say okay seemed like he would agree to he'd be okay with it dropping but some of it just didn't make sense at all like this I can't get over that they put this hoe in in the song. I really I'm, can't. Like Google who else is on this album, so I know because you're telling me it was a pop artist. Yeah. So um, Kanye. I heard Kanye's um, Chris Brown song. Horrible. Horrible. Yeah. And it's Chris I heard Brown. Kanye not give him like a good a good verse. I just don't understand. Like Chris Brown is an amazing artist. I love Chris Brown. But Chris Brown is not the artist to have mixed with Pop Smoke. Like, who the fuck thought of that? Yeah. And that song, and that chorus. Like, who did that? And did anybody listen to this shit before they dropped it? Because they couldn't have. Like, there's no fucking way somebody sat there and listened to this entire album and was like, yeah, that's it. Put that shit up. Because it doesn't, it doesn't seem like it. It seemed like they literally senselessly fucking dropped this shit and said, boom, let's just make the money we can off of it and let shit go. Because you're not going to be able to drop a third. That's dead. I think that they should have, if they were going to release like old tracks that he had or mix-ins, whatever they, the fuck they were going to do, I think they should have did it as singles. I don't think they should have dropped the whole album. The whole album what, was a little too greedy. That would have been great. Like mm-hmm. if you already you know in the works and you want to drop a single that's what people do all the time they drop singles if you can't put an album together you can't put an album together like it's a lot of work to put a fucking album together my Mm -hmm. man is a producer you know like it's countless hours you know what I'm saying like Mm -hmm. that gets put into an album so it's okay to like say you know either I mean I personally could have done without it but to your point if they wanted to do something singles would have been a great way to go so with artists they i don't know what his contract was looking like with artists no matter what happens you have to make good on the contract so i'm assuming that counts postmortem as well 
that they need to somehow make good on the contract. You know, like when you pass and you have bills, your bills get passed on to your loved ones. I just found that out like two years ago and I was in shock. That shit actually breaks my heart. Why does my bills have to be a burden onto my loved ones after they've already lost me? I know companies, yeah, you need your money back, whatever it is, but what the fuck? Like you literally do not care that somebody lost their life, but you're going to go after their loved or, you know, their immediate loved ones for bills that they have due that had nothing, most of the time has nothing to do with them. So I feel like artists, um, they get stuck in these contracts and I don't know what the parameters of his contract are, like I said, but maybe his contract was, okay, you need to do a so-and-so amount of albums to make good on it. Cause they front them that money, but that money is for them to utilize, to create things to, to satisfy their um, contract. So maybe he had to be promised that last album. I don't know, but guess what? I just texted my boyfriend. I want to hear what he has to say. <laughs> I want to know what he has to say too, especially because he works with music. Like, what do it? I honestly think that may have been why they dropped it because it seems like there would be no other reason. Like, we didn't need another Pop Smoke album. I mean, it was amazing that people were able to hear his voice and the unreleased tracks or tracks that people hadn't heard before, that real fans were able to hear him. But it was honestly in the worst way. Like it wasn't in a, it to me, it wasn't in a good way. It wasn't satisfying. It was, it was more so like disappointing. And it made me think like, yeah, this shit really do be all about the money. And music is supposed to fit, um, like play on emotion. Music is supposed to be nostalgic. And especially when you listen to an artist that you love and you miss and you want to hear their voice and, and something new. And you're like, oh my God, like there's people who literally, are were heartbroken i mean i was heartbroken because of his age and you know it was just it was a wrongful death it was harsh and it was fucked up but i wasn't hurt to because he you know i listened to him every single day so i can only imagine right. you know those artists that literally waited for him to drop and then they heard the news like that and you were never gonna see him live you were never gonna have that opportunity i had that feeling when kobe passed Kobe was somebody that I looked up to like a mentor. I I even mentioned this in a lot of different episodes. But when he passed, I really sat down and I was like, damn, I'm never going to be able to meet him. And that shit broke my heart. Because I was like, there is no way in hell I I can meet him. None at all. Because how? Right. I can't time travel back. You're never going to be able to have that experience. So the only other way I'm able to see him is watching tapes back, watching him coach, reading his book, watching his movie, like shit like that. So people look to, you know, artists that pass on, like, where can I be able to have to get that feeling again? And for artists and music, it's fucking the new music or unreleased tracks that get released or leaked or whatever you want to call it. They're able to hear that voice again. And it gives them that, oh, it's you feeling. So I think right. that the whoever dropped this album really stole that moment from people, especially ones that really loved him that did not appreciate the album, like myself. I did not appreciate the album. Um, I thought it was very selfish. And I think moving forward, I would say I don't believe that managers, label owners, record execs, whatever the fuck they go by, should be able to release er- like unfinished music by an artist at all. I think if people wanna buy samples to create new songs, like how they do EDM does 
or yeah, EDM music does for like Biggie shit like that. I think yeah. that that should be the same thing moving forward at all post-mortem. I don't think that they should have the say so in it, even though most of the time they do have the final green light. At least the artist has the ability to recreate something to offer them like, no, 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 don't use this. We're going to do something new or let's just get back in the studio and rewrite this shit. I don't like it. I don't like the sound. They're able to have control over what's released in some type of way. Or at least no, because what if he fucking honestly and I think he would have hate this album that sucks like right. that really fucking sucks you took this moment from this man and he can never change it because he's not here to change it he's not here to give his opinion he's not here to say yeah that sounds good or yeah I want to work with that artist you guys are just doing whatever the fuck you guys want to do and you're not thinking about what he would want and that shit is just plain disrespectful and overall it's disrespectful to anybody <laughs> who's passed to, it really is like that shit's mad disrespectful. It is. Well, I got I'm mad for him. And I'm mad for his family too. Like, what the fuck? And anyone who passes on, I don't think that, I think as soon as they pass, then that's it. You having the green so, light, being able to control stuff should be out the fucking window. So he said, in the event that an artist die while they're under contract, the contract is dead because that person is not able to fulfill that obligation. Okay. Um, the label may seek to, let's say if, if they put out um, some money up front, like they gave the artist in advance, the label can still try to recover some of those funds by either, um, you know, the music that they put out or merchandise that they sell. Um, but they can also, they also have the option of just writing it off. Okay, cool. So there was no contract on this. So, so there the was no the point. What was the fucking reason? We just want to know. What was <laughs> What's the fucking reason? Like, if there's I, no contract holding it, what would the... Because, like I said, I feel like people want to strike while the iron is hot. They were like, you know what? This man, we still can get some money out of him. So let's piece up together what we can and throw it out there. And that's disrespect. That's disrespectful. Because mm -hmm. it was for all the wrong reasons. Now, if right. they would have did like an EP... And it would have been a couple of tracks that just were unreleased, then cool. Right. But I also didn't like the fact that they literally took someone off of a song that was already finished. It just right. was like un, it was like an underground track. So why did y'all feel like it was okay to take someone off and put somebody else new on versus why don't you just release the original? Because there's a right. music video and everything to the original. So I'm just confused why it just what I guess he just didn't actually. I don't know, stamp it, whatever, but it just doesn't make sense. Like, why would you do that? What made you but do that? One was on, you said another song, so it couldn't have been clearance. Mm -mm. Um, I mean, the one that they, that they took someone out? No, you said they took Savage, right? You said 21 Savage. 21 Savage, yeah. No, so no, no, they, they put him on one. Oh, they put him on. So who they yeah. took off? That, uh, I cannot remember the, the rapper's name. I'm not going to lie. It's somebody I do not know. It's like a little New York. It's a New York rapper. So it's not gotcha. like he's not big or anything. But, you know, to drill music out there, he's definitely a staple. But for me, I don't know his name. Gotcha. I don't even I don't know this man. I have never seen him a day in my life. <laughs> so I didn't know his fucking name. I was like, damn, I'm hoping you're not going to ask that. But I will. I'll find the car patch and I'll let you know. But yeah, so. Okay. I don't yeah, like that they did that. 
as fans, we would have probably appreciated original work more than this shit. Also, he he had say in that, and he wanted the you know the original track should just stay how it is. I don't believe that they should be able to mix it because the artist is not here to hear the mix, so we don't even right. know if they like it or not. Like now, if it's different though, and I don't want to sound like a hypocrite because I do vouch for the whole big mixes. I think it's different if they pay for the artist's sample. Because the money that they make off of the sample, I would assume is gonna go to whoever owns the music, right? So then rightfully so, you sold the track. That's cool. But why are you making new music with shit that was never released and never signed off of? Right. Like what made you feel like you needed to go ahead and let this out? And you could tell that a lot of it was pieced together and seemed forced because some of it wasn't was old songs just put on a new um beat I don't know. with somebody featured on it so it just really like it was giving me y'all don't give a fuck it was giving me y'all are some dick suckers so it was giving me we need to egg their houses or write a petition to get this shit sent back if it's gonna be the same beat that was on the entire last album then good call because the whole last album the beat is the same like it transitions beautifully but <laughs> It transitions beautifully because they didn't have to try too hard to make it fit. Exactly. But I will say like, okay, the only argument I have towards that is the beat, all the beats being very similar from the last drop is that half of that album he picked out. So I'm sure the other, you know, all those other tracks were pretty much finished up. They just had to kind of mask, or I guess like master them, whatever you do, mix it and make it sound nice. So that I will say seemed like it was a drop that he would have more so green lighted because he was a artist that stood in his lane. He wasn't an artist that really switched up like his cadence, any of that. He stood where he fit and he stood what worked. So that's why I didn't like this album more so because it was just out of his range and he hadn't been too much out of his range when he wasn't, he didn't have the chance to be out of his right. range too much because he was just blowing up. You know, at that moment, I don't think people are looking for that. They like your sound. If that's what works for you, stick with it, run with it, cool. Why the fuck are y'all trying to switch it up? Well, you're not going to make a whole nother artist. He's gone, people you know, sadly. But. This, this soon like that either. Like, when you think about people's albums, like, normally people wait a couple years. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, like, these people just bow, gave us one album, right, cool. And then a whole year later, like, you know, we're getting another one. Like, it was too soon of a release anyway. Fucking weirdos. Definitely weirdos. Like, that really was just, like, I feel like that was just a a money grab. That was not Mm -hmm. a well-thought-out plan at all. I think he didn't have enough in his vault either to have tried to push for the second one if they wanted to, like, in a good way. Just because he's such a young artist, and like you said earlier... He didn't have a lot in his catalog to just give out to us. He was right. still making me, he didn't have the, well, you know, I don't know, you know, whatever he was doing day to day when he was here with us, but just realistically like Drake. Drake has been a star for what, the last decade? Mm-hmm. There's so much music that we have not heard from him. And there's so much things that he's been like, okay, whatever, I'm gonna trash it. Or they keep it in a vault and they're like, look, I'm going to wait till the time comes. And when I feel like it's right, I'm either going to tune up what this is or I'm going to get somebody on it to fix it. 
and then I'm going to release it. And like you said, that's years later, but it's because he had 12 years to build that catalog and to build that boat and to have the option to drop shit that he hasn't dropped before. Because at that point, it's like, fuck it. I got all, I've already worked all this. I've got my new albums out. Maybe it's time to give them a taste of what I created before. Even like Nas dropped his, that one album that base it was that that wasn't nazir that he dropped uh it was um fuck uh something tapes too oh the um i know which one you're talking about why can i not uh, lost tapes so lost tapes too was nas's vault and he just waited and then he released but he released years years later yeah because it's that's when you do that Literally, right. you build it up and you build, okay, y'all want to hear what I didn't release before or y'all want to hear some shit that I remastered and made it sound good? Fucking take Nicki Minaj, for example. What was her last project that she just dropped? Beam me up, Scotty. Beam me up. All mm-hmm. that is old shit. All that is mm-hmm. old shit. Cool. But that's because she's been on top for a decade. She's able right. to accumulate all of that. He wasn't an artist that was able to get there, God rest his soul, but it wasn't his fault. He wasn't able to really get there. He just needed that time and he didn't have that time. So it's like, how are you going to forcefully push something out that just wasn't ready? Right. That's all. And like I said, that was just, that was just a label thing and it just don't make no sense. It's shitty. Um, so this is the last thing that I'm going to say to you. I'm going to leave off on this note. I'm going to need Pusha T to re-fucking-lax. Because I don't understand (laughs) why he's still on Drake's dick. It makes no sense to me. Like, what the fuck? You still mad at this man? He living his life. He running out stadiums for dinners and shit. He's creating hits. He's chilling. I haven't heard a peep from Drake about Pusha T. So why does he feel like he needs to do the little subliminal, like, Jab, I think, is to make him. I mean, I love Pusha. I think he's a great lyricist, but it makes him look corny and it makes him right. look mad as fuck. Like, do are you doing it so that way people can hear and be like, oh my god, let the blogs talk about it because that's all you really can be doing it for some petty drama. You want to start some shit to make you relevant, right? Right. What else you gonna do with that? I don't know what the real issue is at this point. I feel the same way. I. I- like he was doing he was bothering nobody like why are y'all like this and a part of me like I love Pusha T and even like even a bigger like I feel like hip-hop's bully is 50 Cent right mm-hmm. I love 50 yo 50 came out swinging on everybody he was like you you and you and that was what he became known as in the industry aside from his music but that was his image but even now when 50 does little corny shit, like, oh, at first it was still kind of funny. And it, I would say it all the time, like, well, it's 50. What do you expect? Right. Like, he's literally, but then it got to the point where it was like, my nigga, like, yeah, you old as hell. <laughs> you stop. Like, you out here producing fucking TV shows and shit. You got a bad bitch on your side. You clearly not hurting for money. Like, chill on me like why are you out here acting like this still but it becomes a persona and the thing about Pusha I hate to say damn it like Pusha has not put out anything no time like in a while now Mm -hmm. like he has nothing recent that I can think of I think the last project was the one that he did with Kanye he just does Um, features Daytona 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, Daytona was the last drop. Yeah, that was what, like three, four years ago. Mm-hmm. But he's not somebody that people are talking Looking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just don't. Like, he has his fan base, of course, but it's not somebody like when you bring up Drake, like Drake is a topic of conversation these days. It's just like, it almost feels like you're trying to stay relevant by mentioning another nigga's name. And that, like, sir, take take his dick out your mouth. That can cancel you, honestly. Like, that he's... I think the only thing saving Pusha is because he got bars. Because if somebody keeps talking about someone and they're not reacting, it's like, I don't even know why you motherfuckers bother anymore. Like, give it up. Right. It's Drake. <laughs> like, what right. the fuck are you doing? Give that shit up. Let it rest. Because all he's going to do is ignore you, drop another fire out while he's about to drop again. So, like, that's just, like, just going to be irrelevant. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, as he should, he should just go on about his day because it's like, what what is the real issue? It, it screams like he's not happy mm-hmm. because I wouldn't be worried about what the next motherfucker is doing if I'm busy being happy and living my life. It just doesn't make sense. Like, the you, you got it. Like, that was the thing, too. In my opinion, with that whole back and forth with Pusha and Drake, I think Pusha won. Pusha found like his the chink in the armor and went for it like you finished him you prove you proved to us what we already knew you know mm-hmm. that. so at this point it's like you got it bro just move on like what is the problem Pusha definitely won because drake kind of waved the white flag announced yeah. that his son really was a person and then left it at that, put out a song like, you know, what he really was trying to do was, you know, how he was hiding the world from his son, not his son from the world, whatever the fuck excuse he was using, which I still think is funny. But it was the, it was the, mm, I was like, okay, bro, that's what's going on. Who the fuck does that? But um, I think that the, the, the lesson here is pack it up. Yeah. I'm going to need, um, Pop's manager to pack it up. I'm gonna need Pusha T to pack it up, and I'm gonna need them little boys to pack it the fuck up. And we're about to pack it the fuck up. So, like <laughs> always, you know what to do, Posh. Give your sign off. Let us know how we can reach you. Let us know what you're doing. Um, tell us about your podcast, all that good shit. Um, so the Posh Sessions is um my podcast where I go on there. I discuss life, culture, music, parenting, relationships, sex. Anything that I, I pretty much think about. Um, and I can be found at the Posh Sessions on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, I don't really fuck with Snapchat like that. And of course, um, if you go on my Instagram, if you hit the link in my bio, it'll take you to um, my podcast. But I am also the Posh Sessions on Apple Podcasts. Um, Google now became YouTube audio. Um, I'm on SoundCloud. Spotify. So that's how you can find me on all that shit. So go listen to her, stream her, like, comment, subscribe, and that's it. And you already know what to do. Sorry if I offend you.com. I got a lot of new merch dropping, a lot of new projects yeah. going out. So Instagram, pay a motherfucking attention. Twitter, pay a motherfucking attention. And you know where to find me. Sorry if I offend you podcast on all platforms. Um, and you notice know another Monday. Yeah. I'll see y'all next week. Peace. You be having your titties out in your meetings? Huh?
You be having your titties out in your meetings? Girl, I don't be having clothes on. I'm talking he about this literally... picture. 